911, what's the nature of your emergency? the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how we're letting the lockdowns continue. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I want to preface this by saying that anytime that I talk about something like the lockdowns, everything going on politically, I tend to get what I call the zinger energy. So I apologize at the onset. But I think it's very important for us to talk about this because we just had Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming soon. And here in Southern California, I'm comparing our lockdown strategy to that of New York. And there there were reports that officials in New York were going around with binoculars to investigate exactly how many people you had inside of your home on Thanksgiving. It's crazy to me. There is this bar owner in New York who, after Thanksgiving... He's kept his business open. He has no other choice. He deems himself essential because if he does not stay open and he does not make money, he cannot feed his family. Now, in my opinion, that is absolutely essential. I can't imagine being a child and having to go about life in the midst of how things are in today's world. And my dad deciding to not go and swing a hammer for a living and not bring home money so that his family could eat. He would never, under any circumstance, allow something like that to have happened to his family. And the same is to be said for this bar owner. And this bar owner's argument was, you know, he got to the point to where he had to actually say, we're an autonomous zone, right? You're letting those people out there during all the George Floyd riots Um, create this autonomous zone in Seattle. Well, guess what? I'm creating the same thing here. If you allowed that to happen in the midst of a pandemic, then I have no other choice. I'll call this an autonomous zone. And they actually ended up arresting him. And they didn't they didn't treat it in, in the same way that we treated those those lunatics there in Seattle, which I think is incredibly unfortunate. And we have governors like the Oregon governor, her name is Kate Brown. And for her, she said that you couldn't have more than six people in your home for Thanksgiving. And we have California where you can't have more than three households. We had um, Connecticut, I think that there was eight people were allowed to be at your house. And then we have our beautiful Gavin Newsom, the governor here in California, who violated his own order. And he was seen at the French Laundry enjoying a meal with his confidants without a mask, hanging out like life is normal. And life can be normal for these governors, but life can't be normal for you, the normal American citizen. And I think that if you're having... These people with accolades, with alleged authority, who are acting as though everything is as it should be, and yet they're telling other people to perform in ways that contradict what they themselves are doing. What else can you expect from from society? What else can you expect Besides a man wanting to support his family, having to claim his business as an autonomous zone because, well, it worked for them. Why wouldn't it work for, you know, for him, too? And I think it's really unfortunate. And we need to start recognizing because not a lot of people are talking about this, but these big companies, they actually want the lockdowns. Think about that for a second. We have one of the biggest companies in the world 
who is thriving in the midst of this pandemic because they just so happen to have a a one-click checkout, saving all of your payment information and getting you whatever products you want delivered to your front door in two days. Then we have companies like Netflix. Netflix is loving this pandemic because they know that people are at home. Some are teaching their kids. Some are not teaching their kids. Either way, they're glued to the television. And then we have, think about it for a second. We have other companies like Postmates, Uber Eats. There's a million of them now who are then bringing food to your home while you sit there on the couch watching Netflix, wasting away what money you probably shouldn't be spending because you may or may not be working. And then we have people who, the the suicide rates right now in some states far exceeds that of the fatality rate based on the coronavirus. Think about that. And it's amazing because here in California, the governor said it's okay for the movie industry to remain open. We can have strip clubs remain open. And the movie industry can act as normal, right? Despite everybody else not being allowed to, that bar owner. And that's because we have these celebrities who donate. They have big pockets, right? And they donate to the right party, And it's starting to come down to this this sense that if you do donate to the right party, if you have a big enough pocket, Mark Zuckerberg donated over $400 million to the election. I talked about this in another episode, those fucking Zucker boxes. And all I'm saying is that we need to start asking questions because this hasn't felt right for this entire year. We know that it hasn't. We started to pay attention at the beginning, right? We had Dr. Fauci on the news at the beginning of the year, they said he was going to be he was going to be deemed the sexiest man alive on Forbes magazine. And then people started asking questions because his tune and his tone started to change. And I've talked to doctors who say, well, as science learns, of course, we change our tune. But that's not the that's not the case here. Because the science that is allegedly being learned is being contradicted in such a way that we're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth that all you can do is just shake your head. Like something here is not right. You tell me to wear a mask, then you don't wear a mask. Then you tell me I don't have to wear a mask. Then you tell me some people have to wear a mask and not other people. And I want you to do this research for yourself because I believe that we all need to do what we are individually comfortable with doing. That business owner in New York who had to keep his bar open in order to support his family, I applaud you, sir. I would have done exactly the same thing because I believe that we are relinquishing our freedom. And when we live in fear and we allow anybody to take our freedom from us, what do we have left? Our founding fathers never wanted this. I don't know if you've ever read through the seven articles of the Constitution, but I would implore you, I would highly encourage you to revisit because as soon as you start reading, we the people... In order to form a more perfect union, I can guarantee you, you're going to read sentence after sentence after sentence of how our legal rights, our constitutional rights, the rights that we were born into as a privilege are being stripped away from us article after article. And we can't allow this to continue. The There's a mayor, Bill DeLaggio, oh my God. He said, if you love your family, 
then you're going to stay home. He said that during Thanksgiving. Imagine what these people are going to do the closer and closer that it gets to Christmas time. If you love your family, you'll stay home. But if you are a part of Black Lives Matter, then it's okay for you to go out there and riot and protest. Does that make any fucking sense to anybody? It seems like these Democratic governors are the ones that want for us to legalize brothels. Have you heard about that? Do your own research. They want us to legalize brothels. They want us to make heroin legal, cocaine legal. They want us to legalize prostitution. It just blows my mind. Like, what is happening? And, you know, I've tried very hard to be low-key when it comes to political discussions here here on the Tactical Living Podcast, but I just can't anymore because I'm to this point now where I understand that one of the only things that we could do is to not sit down and shut up because that's exactly what they're telling you to do. They want you to sit down and shut up, be a good little girl and a good little boy and do what we say. Who do they think they are to tell anybody how to live their lives? I think that we all understand there is a coronavirus. We all understand that depending on what category you fall into, you may be higher or lower at risk for mortality. And I'm saying that because it's like saying, I'm going to stay home because I don't want to get the flu. Well, guess what? If you're over 70, if you have pre-existing medical conditions, chances are if you get the influenza virus, there is a higher mortality rate for you than there is for somebody who is young and healthy and doesn't have anything pre-existing. And it's not any different than the coronavirus. The only difference is the uncertainty. There's so much unknown with the coronavirus. But guess what? It really can't be that well unknown if we can manufacture 20 million vaccines that are going to be produced in the month of December and give them to such a high percentage of Americans. Think about that. There's just over 350 million Americans and we want to vaccinate 20 million of them with a vaccine that we don't really know anything about because we don't know much about the coronavirus. Well, that's another area that is too gray that we need to start investigating and asking curious questions, very selfish questions. When I do my interviews, I tell my guests, I apologize, but I ask incredibly selfish questions, and I think we all need to be doing the same thing. And what it boils down to, we need to start operating within our own capacity, and we need to take back the freedom that allows us to make decisions for ourselves, to use our own cognitive thinking, to use our own education, to further educate ourselves, to decide what is best for you. What is best for your family? Think about this for a second. I heard this on the Charlie Kirk show. He took a flight from New York to Los Angeles. And you want to know what they let him do? They let him take off his mask and they let him eat in the plane while everyone else in the plane was doing exactly the same thing. A full flight. And yet these bar owners, these restaurant owners, Clint and I tried to go get donuts yesterday. That place was closed. They can't stay open and allow people to dine indoors because for some reason, it's okay for you to eat on a flight without a mask, but it's not okay for you to eat in a restaurant. Now, I don't know about you, but I think the aeration inside of a restaurant is a lot more ventilated than it is on an enclosed airplane. And I'm going to leave you with this because we are the proud citizens of the United States of America. 
we have a fundamental freedom and a fundamental right that we were privileged to be born into. And some of us weren't born into it. My father, for example, went through the process of citizenship, did it the right way many, many years ago. He is more of an American than any of these governors that I'm seeing that are operating in this way. And I encourage you to just get curious, start asking questions. And when you feel like you're in a heated conversation or about to enter a heated conversation with somebody who just so happens to have thoughts that are dramatically different than your own, know that now more than ever, it is more important for us to be able to speak our own voice voices and to have the freedom that's within us because we are Americans and that is what Americans do. I will leave you with that. Have an amazing day and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.